Hi, friends in English 347, and welcome to week 12. So this week I had my second dose of the Moderna vaccine, uh, Wednesday afternoon, and that really knocked me out. Um, not to scare anyone, but I had a really strong reaction. I had a really high fever and just terrible body aches and generally just felt like crap for about three days. Um, and I'm just starting to come out of that. So I've lost some time this week. I'm playing catch up. As a result, I'm going to be blessedly brief this week. Um, you have a lot to read and you have a writing assignment this week. Um, your letter from Walt will be due next Sunday, the 25th. And I'm actually going to, um, to read that assignment for you and talk about it for just a second. And then I'll let your classmates take over for the presentations for this week. Um, so just to quickly look at the syllabus first, though, um, I'm going to have you read. So I'm actually smashing two weeks together. Um, the last time I taught this course, the semester was 16 weeks long. And so I had an extra week in there. Um, so normally I have two different weeks um, in here. I've got Whitman and Democracy in the City. And then I have Whitman and the Sea and Transcendence for the next week. Um, but because we're short a week this week, uh, this semester, I had to combine them into one. So this may seem like a lot. I put a little note in the syllabus. Whitman and Democracy, the City, the Sea, and Transcendence. Um, that that seems, sounds like a mouthful, um, which is, I guess, kind of in keeping with Whitman. Um, but if it seems like a lot, it's because, again, I had to combine two weeks. So I'm going to have you read um, the poems. I'm going to have you read Crossing Brooklyn Ferry, um, very famous poem, originally called the Sundown Poem, uh, when he first published it in 1860 in that edition of Leaves of Grass. Um, Crossing, Crossing Brooklyn Ferry is considered one of Whitman's great poems. Um, so that's one to, take, uh, to pay partic particular attention to. Um, Song of the Broad Axe, A Song for Occupations, Manhatta, Manahatta, sorry, Manahatta, Out of the Cradle Endlessly Rocking, and As I Ebbed with the Ocean of Life, and finally On the Beach at Night. Those the last three are the sea and transcendence, um, the, the poems that fit that theme, the sea and transcendence. Um, Out of the Cradle Endlessly Rocking is one of my favorite Whitman poems. It doesn't get as much attention as some of the others, but I absolutely love it. Pay particular attention to that um, and, and, and consider how it compares with Song of Myself. Consider the voice there and how, um, how hopeless and rejected and dejected the speaker sounds in that uh, poem and compare that that despair, the despair you hear in that poem to um, the hope and the joy and the ecstasy of the voice in Song of Myself. Um, very, very different sides of Whitman there. And I love that poem for showing this other side of Whitman um, that for me makes him all the more human um, when he shows his, his dark side. So um, I really love that poem. And Crossing Brooklyn Ferry is another favorite. Um, you've got uh, presentations 
uh, Crossing Brooklyn Ferry. Uh, I believe Lauren is uh, presenting on that one. And out of the cradle, endlessly rocking, you've got Rachel. Rachel C will be um, presenting on that. So you can listen to those presentations after you read the poems. Um, and then, of course, you're going to read the um, the end of the final chapters of What is the Grass, Walt Women in My Life by Mark Doty. So finish up that book um, this week because um, for the following week, you will be writing on that. You will be writing your top five response on What is the Grass. Okay, so for this week, um, let me go through the assignment for the letter from Walt. It's under assignments. So the guidelines, general guidelines, are to choose a poem or a section of a poem um, by Walt. And by a poem, if you choose, um, you know, a, a shorter poem by Whitman, you can choose. You can use the whole poem. Song of Myself. Obviously, you're going to need to choose a section. Okay, so treat a single section of Song of Myself as uh, an independent poem. Um, so choose a poem or a section of poem by Whitman and write a letter of at least 500 words. Um, most of your letters to Emily were longer than that. Most were like around 750 words. So a minimum, okay, of 500 words. Most of you were going over that. Um, in the voice of Whitman, address to you about the poem, okay? So you are assuming the voice of Walt Whitman. He says in the beginning of Song of Myself, for every atom belonging to me as good belongs to you. Okay, so step into the voice of Walt Whitman. Assume that voice. You've read enough of Whitman by now that you can um, you can describe his voice in a few choice adjectives, right? Can't you? Um, you know what he sounds like. He's grand. He's grandiose. He's verbose. Um, he's generally, for the most part, very optimistic. Um, a lot of people like to say he's quite narcissistic, egotistical. Um, I, sometimes those, those accusations I think are fair and sometimes, um, I, I don't know that they are, actually. I, I tend to agree with Mark Doty that at some point, um, ego sort of falls away with Whitman. And the, the ego, too, that you have to, that you hear, in, in especially in Song of Myself, is, remember, it's a carefully constructed persona. The eye of a poem is never the poet. Remember that. It's a persona. And Walt Whitman created this persona. Um, he carefully constructed and um, manipulated that persona throughout his life. And in fact, as, as you've probably learned by now, um, he, was, he was very different. The Walt Whitman of real life was not at all like the Walt Whitman of his poems, particularly Song of Myself. He was quite shy and, and pretty soft-spoken in real life. Okay, so um, use what you've learned about the poet to imagine his voice and what he might say and want you to know about the poem. 
You may use all of the course texts and documents to help guide you in writing the letter, but please no other outside sources or secondary sources, okay? Follow the guidelines for citing poetry using MLA format, as always. Titles of poems and quotes, I'm seeing this a lot. Um, it's a minor thing, but it's something that if you're in a, in a 300 level literature course, you should know this by now. Titles of poems are in quotes, not italics. Um, Song of Myself is a long poem, but it's not an epic poem. It's not a book length poem, okay? It's in quotes. So all of Whitman's, all of Whitman's poems are in quotes. Leaves of Grass is his book that contains all of his poems. That's in italics. So little things like that, um, and like block indenting, you know, knowing when to block indent versus um, using in-text in citation and forward slashes to denote line breaks, um, that kind of thing. Make sure that you're, um, that you're following MLA style on that. And you'll find documents on, on uh, under course documents that it will help you with that, okay? So the objective, of course, is to, um, again, to consider a new way of doing a close reading of a poem, all right? So we're uh, moving away from the traditional close reading of a poem, um, or you can find like 50 different examples on lit charts, okay, online. Um, I, I don't wanna do that kind of close reading anymore. I wanna try a new way of doing this that allows for a little bit of creativity. And the creativity in this case is, it's kind of like you're an actor. Um, you're stepping into a role. You're stepping into a character. Okay, so step into the character of Walt Women. Look at the poem from his eyes, from his perspective, and explain it to yourself. Okay? I can hear some of you like rolling your eyes. That's fine. It's okay. Go ahead, roll your eyes. But but keep an eye open mind. Just try to keep an open mind and let's see what happens. Let's see how this works or doesn't work. I've never actually tried it before. So, it'll be interesting. All right, as always, I have quest I I am here if you have any questions. Um so you can always ask if you have questions about that, next week, of course, I'll talk about the top five response on what is the grass. Um, and that'll be your final writing project um, because your only other project is your final creative project, um, which will be due um, at the end of the semester. All right. So that's it. Have a wonderful week. Have fun. Um, pace yourself. Um, little pep talk here at the end. You can do it. Hang in there. We're almost there. Um, you got this. I'm talking to myself too. Um, you got this. You can do it. Okay. I'm here if you need me. Take care and have a great week. Bye-bye.